You're listening to the Tranquility Tribe podcast, an empowering space for all parents from conception to childhood. In this podcast, you'll explore your birth options, hear from experts in the field, learn to embrace self-indulgence, and prepare yourself for parenthood with Haiti. She's a coffee connoisseur, lover of deep belly laughs, a big-time tailgater, and your neighborhood birth junkie. From Mississippi to Massachusetts and everywhere in between, here's your host, Hee. Hello, villagers. Happy, happy, happy Friday. I cannot believe that December is here. 2018 has been crazy. It really turned out very differently than I thought in a much better way than I thought. And yeah, it makes me smile looking back over 2018 for me personally, for my relationships, for my boundaries, for TBH, for this podcast, for my clients, for so many things. What was 2018 like for you? I'm super stoked to be in December. I love, love, love Christmas. However, we all know that Halloween is my favorite holiday. I do love Christmas. It's my second favorite and a very, very close second. I'm still getting used to how cold the Christmases are in Boston, but meh. I still love Christmas just as much. It's super fun to go get the tree and to decorate it and we decorate our house and Christmas is just fun. We have a bunch of traditions. So yeah, Christmas brings up holidays, right? And so for holidays, no matter what holiday you celebrate, there's generally gifts involved and If you are expecting a baby, sometimes it is a question of like, what should I ask for? Or maybe it's a question of what should I give the expectant mom in my life, whether that's your daughter, your sister, your best friend, your neighbor, doesn't matter. All expectant parents need the same thing. So everybody's going to need the essentials. Everybody's going to need things to make their life easier. All parents could use things to make their life a little bit more luxurious, but maybe they won't invest in that themselves. That's a great gift. If you truly are at a loss, I wanted to put together a list of my top 10 baby picks because I get asked so often, what are the absolute essential things that you need And I find that this list is so applicable in so many things. So when planning, when thinking about what to take with you, when thinking about what do you use in your everyday life, when thinking about gifts and showers and where to spend your money, all sorts of things. So I wanted to share my top 10 things with you guys. Before I dive into that, though, I have a really exciting announcement coming out on Saturday, tomorrow. I am going to announce it on my email list. So if you're not on my email list, you can follow the link I shared in the show notes. 
sign up for my email list so that you can get the news tomorrow. If you are listening to this after it aired and it is past December 8, 2018, you need to still sign up for my email list, but you'll be able to find this announcement some other way because you will have missed the email. My client-only Facebook group got to find out today. You get to find out tomorrow if you're on my email list. And then on Sunday, it hits social media. We are so stoked about this announcement because we have been working so hard to put this together. We have people traveling for it. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited. I have to stop talking or I will spill the beans early. I shared the link for you to sign up for that in the show notes too. All right, y'all, let's get to the good stuff. The baby gear. What are the things that you absolutely need when you have a baby? Well, I can't say what you need for sure, but I can tell you what I need for sure and what I see most parents need in their lives to make it a little bit easier, a little bit smoother, a little bit more luxurious. All of the things that I was talking about earlier, these are the things that I strive to bring to y'all. I want my tribe to have an easier time being new parents, parents of a newborn, parents in general. I just want life to be easier, honest. I see so many people struggling in ways that I know that it doesn't really have to be that hard. And so I want to share the things that makes it easy on me. Okay, so I will tell you, I had a super, super difficult time making this list. Um, Not because there weren't enough things, because there were too many. When I looked around like my home and my office and I thought about what I used in my daily life and what I used in almost all the homes, I came up with a list of over 20 items and I was like, holy smokes, I'm not going to be able to give people a list of 20 plus items that they then feel like they absolutely need. So I went through and I kind of did a filter and I did, you know, things that had double uses. They stayed and whatever they replaced obviously went. So once I did that, I began to look at things that made life easier, but really how much easier? Did it really just save a minute or two or was it this life-changing product? So I got rid of another Six. So I went from 16 to 10 and I finally did it. Now, you'll probably be thinking at some of these like strollers um, and bassinets of how do I have a favorite when I don't have children. That's right. I don't have kids, um, but I have been in hundreds of homes over the years. Um, I've been going into people's homes for 10 years plus, um, either as a babysitter, which is what it began as being in people's homes. And gosh, it has transformed into so much, I guess. So you're right. I don't actually own some of these products, but a lot of them I actually do own. So 
Okay, diving in. The number one thing that I tell parents to get, especially for the newborn days, those first 90 days, that zero to three months, it is just so important that your baby gets skin to skin. I don't see any reason that you shouldn't tie them on to your body. And I love a soft wrap for this. Now, there are varying, um, there are different ones out there, but these are very different than a carrier per se because a carrier is going to be what we call like a hard shell or a hard carrier. And it is not meant really for the newborns. Now, they have inserts and different accommodations and adjustments that you can do for newborns. I just disagree with this. I, I just believe that your baby needs something very soft and that will conform to their body, not make their body conform to the carrier, especially, again, just for those first 90 days. Um, I prefer the first, like, six months or so, but really I think it's just imperative in those first zero to three months. A lot of people don't realize the development that's happening in those first 90 days, really the first six months, and again, like the first year, two years, so much development is happening, but in those first 90 days, you have to think that your baby's development of their joints and their muscles and their bones and their cartilage and all the things are adjusting from being in this aqua life, right? They kind of floated about. There wasn't too much pressure on their body. And so to have a hard carrier make your baby's body almost conform to the carrier rather than a soft, stretchy, um, you know, really cuddly wrap that ties them to you, the body that they were originally in, it just makes sense to me. So I'm a huge fan of soft wraps. It's my number one. Personally, I love the boba. I own three. Um, I have a couple other soft carriers, and I have um, ring slings, and I have um, sling carriers. But the boba for me is just... It blows everything out of the water. I take it to every single family. I have lent them out, and um, yeah, I let families, if, if, if they can't get their hands on one, you need to have one, so I lend them out. I take it everywhere. I, I just have it in my car at all times just in case I need it, um, and parents are always just kind of like, what? do you have a wrap in your car for and they don't know until they need it and when it happens they're like holy smokes thanks for having a wrap in your car so soft wrap number one number two um a docketot or some sort of portable baby space so this can look like a lot of things um the docketot is one Snuggle Me Organic is another company. They have portable baby bassinets on Amazon. Um, there are several products out there that you can choose, but I like for this to be something that is portable so that you can take it with you no matter what, so that your baby has this safe space. Now, obviously, 
Your baby is going to have a space at home that they normally sleep, but sometimes in the first few weeks and months, people need to spend time um, traveling or they need to spend time at close family members' houses to have extra hands on board. There's lots of reasons that you might need to take your baby out of their normal habitat, if you will, um, sleeping environment. And so I want you to have this space that your baby feels safe because babies are very aware of changes. They're very aware of the energy. Um, a lot of times if you're traveling with a new baby, it can be really stressful for you as parents and your baby's going to pick up on that. So these, um, these apparatuses, these baby safe spaces are not recommended for safe sleep. Um, they're not safe sleep surfaces, um, but I encourage you to have something that is a baby space that will bring some sort of normalcy to you. As far as this safe sleep surface, um, say that 10 times fast, don't forget that those are recommendations. So there are no rules that you have to follow. So don't let anyone shame you into a decision that you make. There's no room for shaming here. And so as long as you're making educated, informed decisions and you understand the risk associated, I believe that you have total control of the choice that you make. Hundreds of parents do not follow the recommendations and you are not alone if that is what you choose to do. If you do choose the recommendations, I think that's perfect for your family as well. I want to recognize that, again, the recommendations, not rules. You should be making educated, informed choices, understanding the risk associated as well as what risk factors have influenced these recommendations to actually be created. So, number two, Docatot, a safe sleep space. Number three, um, a diaper pill. So, I hear a lot of parents ask, do you really need to do it? They're kind of expensive. They're not super cute. I mean, they hold dirty diapers, right? You do. You do need to do it. Just do it and invest the money and you can purchase an off-brand refill bag for much cheaper than the name brand sells them. Um, but the hassle that it saves you is, oh my goodness, worth 10 times its money. I Oh my goodness, it keeps the smell in. Some of them twist between each diaper and it's a nice string of diapers. Some of them come out as bags. There are bagless ones. I'm telling you, there's so many out there. You can choose whichever one that you want, but you don't want dirty diapers just in a wastebasket. Even one that kind of has a lid, they don't have the same power at keeping the smells of, let's say, massive blowouts contained like those you're gonna have diapers that are extremely stinky and you're gonna want that contained and it's gonna be really old it's gonna get really old really fast to continue to walk outside to the garbage um also sometimes wild animals will attack your garbage for it's very disgusting but it happens so a diaper pail is number three. Number four, a haka. 
If you don't know what the Hakka is, I definitely suggest that you check out the blog that I've linked in the show notes because I have a link in there showing you exactly what this is. But this is a breast pump of sorts. So it is a hand pump um, and it's done by suction. So it has a lot of uses actually. I believe that it's best used when you use it in combination with a pump or a manual hand pump. Um, kind of to catch your let down. I've never seen it work as successful as a manual hand pump. Although some women do say that it's their only hand pump and they love it. So I prefer to use it as a letdown catcher and you suction it to the breast that's not being nursed or pumped and then you can do the same as you nurse or pump the other side. Once that, once the nurse side is drained, um, if it's drained all the way, you won't get anything or much at all. But if you don't drain that, that breast, then you can catch whatever's still in there. I also love the Hakka because it's light and it's easy and you can take it on the go. I have heard people complain that it tips over very easy um, and therefore it has led to some spilled milk situations which probably actually led to crying over spilled milk. All my nursing and pumping moms out there are thinking, yep, I gotcha. But no fear, you can purchase a stopper. They have this little green stopper that you can purchase and put in the top of your haka. It is made of really thick silicone, and so it does have a funky weight. It's heavy. It's a little bit top-heavy, but it does stand up. If you've never seen one, get online, check out the haka. I also love their nipple shield, so I find that it's better than anything that you get in the hospital. Um, it is shaped much more like a bottle nipple, but it goes on your breast and it is advertised as something to help children who are struggling to latch on the breast to help them latch because the thought I think is that if it's closer to a bottle, like what you would give your child, if you can't get them to latch, you would probably feed them by bottle, right? Your child has to eat. So why not bring the bottle nipple to your breast nipple? And I've seen it work wonders. I love it. Um, you can get it off of Amazon. I have a link to it in the blog as well. It is, it's really good. I like it. So if the hospital nipple shields aren't working for you um, and you don't want to get rid of it, check out the Haka nipple shield. It's good. Number five, a stroller. Now, ooh, strollers. They can make or break your relationship of getting out of the house. Now, you want to want to get out of the house, right? So buy a stroller that makes you really excited to use it. Buy a stroller that is fun and easy to use and carry and take places and it makes you feel like a goddess. It really pumps up your self-esteem. 
do your research so that you know what the stroller you're buying has to offer and you want to invest in a stroller. It is one of the things that and along with a car seat are the things that you really want to invest in. I also add your bassinet to that wherever your child's going to sleep. I think those are the biggest three things. But you want your stroller to be safe and durable and it hits all the check marks on your list of wants and needs for a stroller. If you get a good one and you have children somewhat close together and or you have the storage to keep these big items for you know years between having children if you invest right you can use the same stroller not the same car seat you should be buying a new car seat for every child for more car seat info you can check out Episode number 56 of the Tranquility Tribe podcast. Another note about picking out your stroller is compatibility. So you want to make sure that your car seat and your stroller are compatible. Oh, it's so key. Number six, baby monitors. Every family has their own needs for monitors. Personally, I like monitors that have video, sound, a thermometer of the baby's room, and the ability to connect multiple rooms and monitors. So it's a huge plus for me if the camera is able to move from the remote location or from the like what I call parent monitor. Some of them will have arrows that you can move the camera without going into the child's room. And then some have to be adjusted manually. I don't love it when you have to adjust it manually because you have to pick a place to put your camera where you can see the whole crib at all times and that's not always super convenient. Whereas if you're able to move it around, you can put it in a location that you can see the whole crib from certain angles and then move it as your child moves and flips and rolls and does all the things during the night. That's just my two cents on monitors. This is something that I've never owned before, but boy, have I used a lot of monitors, which means I have spent some nights totally relaxed, calm, cool, and collected, and some nights going into the child's room, probably giving them very fragmented sleep. Unfortunately, not my child. I needed to make sure that child was well and doing okay sleeping. And if I don't have a monitor that can give me that assurance, I would never get any sleep as a parent for sure. I also consider a really big plus if you can log in using your phone, iPad, computer, whatever, to check the monitor. So this ensures that no matter where you are, you can connect to the camera, but also that you don't necessarily have to have just as many monitors. So you can have different people connected to the monitor since it is a mobile app. There's unlimited amounts of people unless the app has a limit of how many people can log in. Otherwise, there's generally just one parent cam that you have to carry from room to room. So I like it if it connects to my phone or my other like smart devices. I'm sure at some point it will all collect connect to Alexa probably. (laughs) Number seven, Frida Baby Arsenal. 
Okay, this one, I couldn't get rid of any items, and I use them all. I tell all my families about all the products, and so I had to put them all into one category, and I call it my arsenal, okay? I have a problem. I'm addicted to all things free to baby, and I know it. I just couldn't choose one, right? So... If I had to choose my top three, it would be the Nose Frida, which is the tube that you suck on out of your baby's nose for allergies, sickness, any kind of goopy stuff that's in their nose. The Medi Frida, now this is a pacifier that has um, a syringe attached to it and it's a way that you can give your child their medicine through a pacifier instead of having them drink from a cup or give it to them in a spoon or shoot the syringe right into their mouth. Most babies don't love it. Stick a passy in their mouth and they get the medicine. Finally, the Wendy. Now this one is, uh, I've heard it be called disturbing, disgusting, really traumatizing. I get that, but it's also really traumatizing to have a baby's belly that is hurting and you can't do anything about it. it it's traumatizing. You feel really helpless and I find that the Wendy is a way that you can sometimes get their belly to feel better, whether it's gas or constipation. The Wendy can sometimes help. All right, I know I said three, but I really do have four because the Fever Frida, oh, I have five. The Nail Frida. See, you guys, it's just so hard. So the Fever Frida is actually a thermometer, and it helps you monitor your child's fever on your phone. Amazing. The Nail Frida are nail clippers. You know, sometimes your worst fear as a parent is cutting your newborn's nails. And let me tell you, those nails got to be cut. Those babies, their nails grow so fast. So, Nose Frida, Medi Frida, The Wendy, Fever Frida, Nail Frida, they're all in my arsenal. Number eight, a diaper bag. Now, my favorite trick for diaper bags is to actually purchase an amazing insert from Tote Savvy. So you can make any bag that you already own a diaper bag using a Tote Savvy insert. So it ensures that your diaper bag always fits into your fashion. They have different sizes and they have different colors. I love Tote Savvy. Um, you can find the link in the blog, but I can't say enough good things about it. It is so handy to be able to drop an insert into a bag that you already love, that already goes great with the outfit, that's already comfortable, and sometimes already has your personal things in there. And then fill it with diapers and wipes and bottles and pacifiers and burp claws and changing pads and all the things that you need, but it's in a bag that looks great and doesn't have to be, doesn't have to scream, this is a diaper bag. Number nine, a sound machine. So my personal opinion, no one should sleep without a sound machine, ever. 
I've linked the one that I use and I have used for years. I actually didn't know that sound machines were really good for your sleep and they actually protect your sleep. I got it because my roommates in grad school were super loud and so I needed something to block out the sound so that I could sleep. Turns out it's really healthy for your sleep. So you want to be mindful of the volume. You want it to be enough to fill the room and enough to protect their sleep, but low enough that you're also protecting your child's hearing and that you can hear your child. So you don't want it to muffle out their cries. You do want it to muffle out their stirring because if you are sleeping right next to your baby, we know that you are going to be hyper alert to every time your baby or newborn stirs and it will give you very fragmented sleep. That fragmented sleep is eventually going to add up to severe sleep deprivation and that is just not good, right? Get a sound machine, y'all. It's less than $20, might be $25. You, I mean, I've had the same one for years. Um, invest in your sleep. It is worth the 20 to $25 and your baby deserves the same really deep sleep. Their development is depending on their sleep. So get a sound machine. Number 10, a rocking chair. Ooh, this is another one that I always hear parents ask if it's really worth the investment. So for me, absolutely and I like to get a glider for this period of life so I've linked my favorite glider I just don't think that you can be a glider it's comfy it's big it's cushy you can fit a breastfeeding pillow a nursing pillow in there you can fit a back massaging thing on the back of it they usually come with an ottoman to prop your feet up it is just, you need it. You need that support for your body, that cushy so that you can heal, but also the gliding and the rocking to soothe your baby, but also the uprightness of a rocking chair so that you can protect your back and your shoulders and your neck as you nurse and breastfeed, hence the nursing and breastfeeding pillow that so conveniently fits in there because it is so big. Okay, who wants a bonus? So I know that I said 10, but I really have 11. I have a bonus for you. One more thing that I hear parents ask if it's worth the investment. They really need it. They don't love the look of it always, but parents want to know if they need a bottle tree for their kitchen. Yes, you need a bottle tree. I think that you can try a different million ways to organize bottles for your baby and it's just impossible. They're not they're not storage friendly. They're not organizable. It's very frustrating for those of us who are very type A personality and need things to be organized and straight. I get it. I totally do. For me, I love the bottle tree. You can sanitize them and put them right on the bottle tree. And as long as you keep the bottle tree kind of full, you can always be pulling from it. And as you wash it, you just replace it. And it's a constant cycle of bottles. And then 
You don't have to take up any cabinet space or pantry space to put the bottles. I like the bottle tree idea. I know it's not the loveliest, but I recommend also that you buy an extra limb insert. And when you look up the bottle tree, you can go to the link that's in the blog. I've linked that as well for you. You will see the limbs that I'm talking about. It's going to depend on how many bottles you are cleaning and rotating through. Some families choose to have only a few bottles that they use throughout the day and they rotate all day long. Some families have twins and they choose to only wash bottles every other day or so and so they need a lot of bottles. There are different Strokes for different folks, this is not about how many bottles you use. Rather, an easy way to store your bottles because they are not storable. They're not storage friendly. They are not organizable. Don't let that get to you. Every family, every house, every kitchen has the eyesore of bottles if they are a bottle using family. Get you a bottle tree and... Stop worrying about what the bottles look like on your counter. There you go, folks. I already have a baby list a mile long for when I finally do have little ones of my own. But until then, I will just keep serving you and your mini-me's. As I find new products, I share them on my email. There's another reason to be on the email. On my Facebook page, on my Instagram stories. So if you haven't connected with us there, you should. You definitely should. We are always putting out different things to help make your life easier. I want this village to be a place that you and your partner are supported and that you can turn to when you feel overwhelmed. Buying baby stuff should not be a place of stress in your life. I want it to be this place of really fun and joyous times of planning for your little one to get here. I also want it to be a place that you think about what it will be like when your baby gets here and what you want that life to look like. Be intentional about the planning I'm so excited that you joined me today. Thank you so, so much. Hey, if you don't mind, can you screenshot that you are tuning in and share this with someone? Share it with a mama that you know that might need help planning her list. Share it in a mom's group on Facebook since the holiday season is all about and we are buying gifts for the expectant people in our lives. Share it on Instagram and Facebook. Tag us, tag Tranquility by Hehe. We love to see when you are listening in. Let other people know too that they can listen in, that this is available, that it doesn't have to be a crazy mess to plan your baby registry or to plan what you need for baby or for the holidays. It's all right here. Share it with someone who can use this list to make their life a little less stressful. Happy Friday, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. As always, villagers, find your tribe and love them hard. 
Did you know that you can join our online tribe? Our private Facebook group can be found by searching the Tranquility Tribe podcast on Facebook. And our Instagram tribe is Tranquility by Hehe. If you have a story you want to share with us, please reach out to us at tranquilitybyhehe at gmail.com. Until next time, villagers.